all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. Only a few more days till the end of the year. Have you got all your resolutions for the new year planned? Well, you better get started if you haven't. Today is the 27th of December. And speaking about New Year resolutions, in a message to employees, Tata Group Chairman N. Chandrasekharan said the goal in the new year should be to reduce complexity across businesses. This, he said, would help respond and react faster and would prompt faster decision-making. But the big news from yesterday came from the Reliance Group. Reliance Communications said it would exit the strategic debt restructuring plan with a zero write-off to lenders. Instead, the company will reduce debt by monetizing its wireless business and selling land parcels at Dhirubhai Ambani, Nordich City. Chairman Anil Ambani said that at a press conference. The company has debt of nearly 45,000 crore rupees. The company launched the process to monetize a part of its wireless operations in October this year and expects these transactions to close between January to March, according to Ambani. The monthly goods and services tax collection declined to its lowest since its rollout. This after rates on more than 200 items were cut. The government collected 80,808 crore rupees in GST for November as on December 25th. That's a PTI report. A Mumbai Sessions court has quashed and set aside summons issued by a magistrate's court to former Tata Group chairman Cyrus Mistry and others in connection with a 500 crore rupee defamation complaint filed by R. Venkataramanan from the Tata Trusts. SEBI has penalized 63 Moon Technologies that was formerly known as Financial Technologies because it failed to seek prior approval for the name change from the stock exchanges. A group of five Indian Army commandos crossed the line of control in Jammu and Kashmir and killed three Pakistani soldiers. The attack happened last evening and is seen as retribution for killing of four Indian Army personnel, including a major, by a border action team of the Pakistan Army in Rajuri on Saturday. In the international markets, crude is in focus. Oil prices, having surged to their highest level since mid-2015 overnight, have fallen marginally in early trade today. Last I checked, WTI crude was at $59.76 to the barrel. The jump in prices is being attributed to an incident in Libya. A pipeline run by Waha Oil that carries crude to Libya's biggest export terminal exploded on Tuesday, dropping the country's output by 70,000 to 100,000 barrels a day. Perhaps another reason for the surge in oil prices was the bullish outlook by Saudi Arabia. The kingdom expects oil revenue to jump by about 80% by 2023 to help it record its first budget surplus in a decade. That's a Bloomberg report quoting people with knowledge of the matter. The Bitcoin is as volatile as ever. It rebounded in trade overnight, rising to around $16,000 after having plummeted to close to $11,000 over a five-day period. Not so good news for Apple. Analysts lowered iPhone 10 shipment projections for the first quarter of next year, citing signs of lackluster demand at the end of the holiday shopping season. The result was a fall in technology shares on Wall Street. That and a rally in oil stocks was the highlight of yesterday's session. The S&P 500 fell 0.1% while the Dow ended nearly unchanged. The Nasdaq fell the most, down 0.3% at the close of trade. Asian stocks are mixed in early trade. The Nikkei was just about 0.1% higher last I checked, while the Australian benchmark was up about 0.3%. The Kospi in South Korea was down over 0.6%. 
The Indian 10-year benchmark government bond ended yesterday's session unchanged at 7.27%, while the rupee fell marginally to 64.08 to a dollar. And now to give you the trade setup for the day, I'm joined by Agam Vakil. Good morning, Agam. How's today looking? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, the equity benchmarks continue to advance and the Nifty closed about 10,500 for the first time ever. And the Nifty futures rollovers have picked up as we head into the final expiry of the year later on Thursday, largely towards long positions. But what are the stocks to watch today? First, stocks and news. Yes Bank acquires 5.6% stake in 1.1 solution under the Anchor Investor portion and Sri Kalahasti Pipes QIP closes and the issue price fixed at 360.5 per share which is at a discount of 5% to the floor price. We also have IDBI Bank which will terminate rating engagement with Moody's for its MTM program. Prestige Estates will acquire 66.6% in group company Prestige Projects for 324 crores. In key bulk deals, we have Lokesh Machines which comes into focus where Sushmita Kacholia, wife of veteran investor Ashish Kacholia, sold 0.8% stake at 75.5 rupees per share. And similarly, we have promoter Rajiv Seth who continued to sell in company Tara Jewels where he sold another 0.7% stake at 16.5 per share. Do remember, the management of Sriram City Union Finance will meet the leads of IIFL today. So these are the important things to watch, but there are even more stocks that will be in focus and all you can read in our daily copy, all you need to know on our website www.bloomberquint.com. Thanks, Agam. If you missed some of what Agam and I said, don't worry. Log on to the website BloombergQuinn.com and click on All You Need to Know. Well, that's all I have for you today. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a good day.